health, wellness, and happiness. Welcome to Wellness Radio, where we talk about all of the above served to you weekly. I'm Sarah Carpenter, health consultant, personal trainer, and mindset coach, here to assist you in cutting through all of the chaos and conflicting advice so that you can live your best life and thrive. Hey, 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 and welcome back to Wellness Radio for a new episode, which is all about heart rate variation. So what is heart rate variation or your HRV and why should you pay attention to it? Well, HRV is the length of time between each heartbeat. And although we tend to imagine that our heart beats at a steady, regular interval, kind of like the ticking of a clock, actually the time between each beat varies by milliseconds. Sometimes there's a longer duration between each beat and sometimes it's much shorter. Your HRV is a reflection of how well your nervous system is tracking. Essentially, it tells you how your lifestyle is affecting your health. Pretty cool, huh? Now, your nervous system is composed of your rest and digest, your parasympathetic nervous system, and your fight or flight, which is your sympathetic nervous system. And both of these systems work in conjunction with each other with the aim of creating balance. Now, when your system is balanced, your sympathetic and parasympathetic systems are having a kind of tug of war, which means sometimes your heart beats slightly quicker and sometimes it's ever so slightly slower. And that differentiation is your HRV. So when your, when your nervous system, rather, get your tongue in, sir, is out of whack, then your HRV will lower because your sympathetic nervous system is pumping stress hormones through your body and your heart needs to work harder in preparation for the fight or flight that it perceives is coming at you. If it lowers as a result of a heart exercise session, which is a form of good stress, then after a little bit of rest, it will rebound again. And this is the natural adaptation that happens after training. And that's a good thing. If, however, you're living with constant stress and anxiety, your heart rate variation can be the first indication that your body is stressed or showing signs of sickness. And this is going to be where your HRV trends downward for a prolonged period of time, which ideally we want to avoid. Now, the good news is when you take back control and create time for your mind and body to rest and recover as and when it needs it, then you can improve your HRV. So just like your resting heart rate, you should only compare your data history and monitor your own trends over a period of time and not compare against anybody else's because we're all so uniquely different. This way, you'll get to know your body better and learn what's normal for you. Now, great ways to increase your personal heart rate variation go hand in hand with healthier habits. Good diet, quantity and quality of sleep, 
reducing toxins like alcohol, cigarettes, and drinking enough water to keep your body hydrated are all great for your well-being. Most things in life follow some kind of cycle. We have easy weeks where life is great and tougher weeks where life is a bit more of a grind. Nothing stays constant forever. So the two main measures of HRV we want to monitor are the short term and the long term. Now, once you start observing your HRV and taking control of your health and recovery, you should notice an increase in your average heart rate variation over a period of a few months. You may also notice short and long-term variations that will occur if you return to pushing your body too hard. Things like not getting enough sleep, too much stress, bad diet, and an excess of caffeine or alcohol will all lower your HRV. On the plus side though, this is like a big red flag to let you know that you need to make some lifestyle changes and look after yourself better. Our HRV naturally declines as we age, but keeping yourself in good shape should mean that your unique HRV balance is the best that it can be for you. So what is average? Well, of course, you're not gonna like this answer, but it's unique to each person. Fitter people and athletes, and especially those people who train a lot of endurance, so long cycling, running, walking, those types of things tend to have a higher average than the general population. And most awesomely, you can increase your HRV just by taking better care of yourself. One of the reasons I love monitoring my heart rate variation is because it makes my training so much more efficient. Honestly, it did take me a little getting used to. I had to make quite a few mental adjustments to not pushing myself so hard all the time, which has become an ingrained habit of mine. Because I know mentally I always feel better for moving my body and getting a good workout, I found for a while there that I really had to force myself to follow the data and not just fall into those old habits, which inevitably, sooner or later, would always leave me feeling pretty tired and low. Now I can easily see how well my body is recovering. I know if it's a good day to push myself or to work out at a lower intensity. If I'm tired or stressed and my body needs more time to repair and rejuvenate, I may just go for a walk. I've transformed my way of thinking about self-care and I'm not so rigid in my habits, which was actually super liberating. It's become super, super easy now for me to modify my workout intensity and training each day. And when my body is well rested, I know that I can push my limits to the absolute max in spin class or smash out some super heavy weights in the gym, which I did this morning. So walking tomorrow might be a bit of an issue, but we'll worry about that when we get there. 
And those days where my body needs a little bit more rest and relaxation, I still make sure that I move because a sluggish body creates a sluggish mind. Your mind and body are so inextricably linked that if one is sluggish, that will have a knock-on effect to the other. So moving every day is essential. But like I say, I may just go for a nice walk on the beach or do some yoga or some Pilates, something at a more moderate level than I would usually push to. I don't overstress my body systems just because that's what I've always done. I've come to realise that the result of taking more chill days than I usually would is bloody brilliant. I feel more energised, more focused and more relaxed overall now than I ever have before. All because I allow myself this recovery time when it's needed. Sadly, many trainers and coaches don't factor in recovery. They'll tell you to suck it up and, how can I say it? They tend to have more of a no pain, no gain mentality. And sure, sometimes we are all a little bit lazy and we could all use a nice firm kick up the ass. But I'm more of the mind that your body, your biology is telling you exactly what it needs to thrive. So why not listen to your body rather than a coach or trainer who doesn't have enough information to make an informed plan of action to help you not only reach your goals, but to sustain them and create healthy habits for life. So if you take one thing away from this session, listen to your heart. And if you need some help with that or you've got any questions, please feel free to get in touch and I will catch you on the next episode of Wellness Radio. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Do you want to feel alive and thrive? Follow or visit us at Wellness Revolution NZ on Instagram or on our website wellnessrevolution.co.nz for more of our awesome content. And thanks for being part of the wellness revolution. Catch you at the next one.